Hi, babe. Hello. Welcome back. To another episode. Episode 14 of On the Road with that Wisconsin Couple. Part 4? Four, 4. Of our honeymoon extravaganza. Extravaganza. South Dakota. Yes. So we're going to cover two national parks and a South Dakota state park. And we spent like three and a half days in South Dakota. And I was very impressed by it. Yeah. I heard like a lot of good things about the Badlands. And I've always thought Mount Rushmore was cool looking in the pictures. And I would say it did not disappoint. No, it did not disappoint. And this is a very practical road trip from the Midwest. So I feel like for our listeners, this is a very, put this trip on your list for sure. Even if you can't do it all in 10 days, like that we did at least 10 or in these four episodes, you should plan a longer weekend or a week and spend it in South Dakota. Yeah, there's a lot to see and a lot to do, a lot to hike. and. Yeah, we we really enjoyed our time there, and I could definitely see us going back there with friends and family. And, we, sorry? Go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Finish your sentence. No, I was just saying, as we were there, we were planning, like, we should come back here and oh. rent one of those cabins, so. I was just going to say, as always, hit him with a fun fact. Okay. So, the fun fact is that South Dakota has more shoreline than Florida. That's hard to believe. It is hard to believe, but it really does. So the winding rivers and all the crystal clear glacial glacial lakes in South Dakota, it really does have more shoreline than the Sunshine State. There you go. Suck it, Florida. <laughs> Suck it, Florida. <laughs> that was funny. But it's it's really close to Baraboo. It is. It is uh, probably the... Is it it's the closest sl- stop. I was going to say, is it, is it the, shortest, uh, the shortest ride here? It's only nine hours and 40 minutes away. 661 miles to the Badlands. To the Badlands. Last time we were there, June 15th through the 18th. Yeah, this is how we ended our trip. And as always, uh, we would have a full recap for you in the show notes. If you click that link, it'll take you to our website where we have listed out and linked all of the recommendations from this episode, as well as linked our Google Maps. So if you want every recommendation we've ever made on this podcast right on your phone, go ahead and purchase that Google Map. It's on sale right now for the honeymoon extravaganza. So if you want all of our out west as well as all of our Wisconsin podcast recommendations, go ahead and purchase that. Yep. It's a one-time fee. You get to keep it forever. Every week, it gains new pins about everything that we recommend on this podcast. Yes. and. It's a really cool way to support us. Yeah, so thank and Julia you. worked really hard on it. So go out there and help her out a little. <laughs> so thank you for your support. And it's we color coded. It's color coded. It's labeled. You can see if it's a picture spot, a hike, a place to eat or drink, or a place to to like lodging. All by the colors. It's very very fun. But yeah, it has like what did we say the other day? Over two hundred and fifty pins already. So yeah, it's it's growing rapidly every week. So. Yeah, without further ado, though, let's get into South Dakota. Absolutely. So we would be coming from Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> I, was think- I don't know what I was thinking. We were coming from Yellowstone, woke up early, and... In a beautiful campsite, remember, we had the big cinnamon rolls. Yep. Yeah, we ended that, and then we drove 
eight hours. You drove. Yeah. Drove eight hours to Keystone. Yes, we drove to Keystone, South Dakota. So Keystone is like the town um, where you'll find Mount Rushmore. And it was probably, I would say besides Waldrug, it was the most touristy town. It reminded me the most of like the Dells, Wisconsin Dells. It does. Like the, they're like the little like strip, like strip is just like the Dells. When he said that, I was like, I was literally just thinking that. But it was um, kind of a, almost like a breath of fresh air, kind of like reminded you of home a little bit after being away for so long. Yeah. So we like go into this bar. It's called the Red Garter Saloon. It's very much like quote unquote wild westy. And we're, like, having a beer on their upper patio, like, deck thing. So, like, overlooking the town. And Hayden's like, does it almost feel weird to be in town? I'm like, yeah. kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it was, uh, it felt nice to just sit down and drink beer. Not in the back of the van, I guess, but. Yeah, and this bar was actually, compared to some of the touristy prices we were seeing, these beers were reasonable. So that was kind of an, a breath of fresh air. And you can basically be around the corner and then you'll see Mount Rushmore from there. So that was our next stop. But before we like really dive into our experience in Mount Rushmore, I do want to take a moment to talk about its controversial past. So like I'm not trying to like be I don't know negative, but like I think it's important to understand the history of a place when you're there and the faces of Mount Rushmore, like that stone that it's carved into, is a very holy or was a very holy place to the Native American people that lived there. And it was just kind of like taken over to become Mount Rushmore. So I think, you know, that's sad and it's, it is controversial. Again, just understanding the history of a place before, during your visit is important. So Maybe do a little research, but without further ado, we'll share our experiences there. Again, I think it's important to, you know, recognize that, but, you know, it is what it is today. So we did, we did go visit it. That's uh heavy. So, I know. It's an absolute massive downer. And now I don't want to say anything nice about it. Well, after that bit of news, this is now longer a cool monument. And Hayden. I, well, I now I just feel like I'm in a corner and I can't say anything good about this place. I know because they're I'm just making say, revenue off. I mean, I, I again, it's important to acknowledge the past, but I think you know we d- it. I'm going to share our experiences. So you drive up and you have to pay ten dollars to park, but there's no technical entry fee. There's a this is like a big step for like motorcyclists as well as UTV routes. So you'll see a lot of like everything happening there. But it's $10 to park, and then, yeah, you can just kind of walk on in. When you walk into Mount Rushmore, you've probably seen the pictures. We're posting a picture of it, of all this 50 flights, 50 flights, <laughs> 50 state flags. So you can kind of see the states, and then they tell you, like, when they joined the country and, like, what year. And then it's just really cool to see, you know, a little thing for every state. We took a picture by the Wisconsin one. and. Yeah, so Mount Rushmore is massive. Hayden, who are the four dudes up there? You got uh, it right right away I when know, we were there. <laughs> right now. I was literally just thinking about this too. So it's Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, and my favorite guy, Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. So those are the four presidents that are up on the massive stone up there, and it was built over ninety years ago, which is just such a wild feat to think about. 
Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it took them like what fifteen years to build it. Yeah, or something years like that. to build. There's like all the in the museum they have like the the hoists and the harnesses that they use, and it just looks so sketchy. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine like how many people died probably trying to build this, and then all the dynamite that they used to blow the rock out. Yeah, definitely not OSHA safe. No, well, it probably was back then. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> it's, um... it's probably as safe as you could be, I guess, but. It does have a museum on site and you can learn about the history and how long it took to build it. It is like, like marvelous to look at. Like you sit back and you're just like, but how, how did they do that? Like, how do you do it today? Much less how did they do it back then? And then when you go into the museum, they like let you pretend to like blow the dynamite up. And then you like see like the cliff face crumble and you're just like, good Lord. (laughs) Could you imagine the ruckus? One thing that I've, thought was pretty interesting and i haven't seen like any of the other wonders of the world or anything like that you know like those seven wonders of the world and mount rushmore is not one of them but they use it like in the museum they have like to scale of how big the heads are compared to like the seven wonders of the the seven wonders and like it's way bigger than the sphinx and it's way bigger than taller it's bigger the heads are bigger than the sphinx and it's taller than the pyramids the pyramids which i thought was pretty fascinating and it is pretty massive when you're right up next to it and it was just cool like they had it was just a bunch of really cool information about it. i was more impressed with like knowing how long it took how many people it took and how long ago it was built more than I was like actually sitting there and looking at it. Yeah, like the he was way more fascinated with the museum than he was like actually looking at the stone. Not to take anything away from no the stone because it was incredible, but like it just blows my mind that they were able to. Yeah, just goes to show that history is cool. Yeah, right. I'm a nerd. It's, that's what I'm gonna say. Well, you know, in math, you know, it took a lot of math to make that. It did, and yeah, you can see like part of the six foot replica that they made to make the 60 foot heads which Mm. we thought was really cool as well and then at night every night they do like a show a light show when they light the monument up and when we didn't stay for that but we did drive by it at night and we both thought it looked way cooler lit up at night than it did when we were sitting in front of it in the daylight yeah it was cool you could see it like you could see it from the when you drove up from the town you could see it lit up in the background it was it was pretty we could see it from our campsite that night and they honored all military and military vets mm-hmm. every night that they do it and yeah it's pretty cool yeah so definitely like don't it's open late i think it's open till 10 p.m so well the night show doesn't even start till like nine yeah so if you like for us this was the only thing we had on our agenda for today we, but really it was just like get to south dakota but then this gave us something to look at when we got to south dakota mm-hmm. so just like put it on like if you need to get out and stretch your legs this is really cool but don't don't skip it just because it's late. Like I said, it's open late. They have an ice cream shop there. They have a massive gift shop. Don't expect to spend too much time there. Yeah, it's not going to take you very long. But no. like, you know, if you're going by, at least cross it off the list, in my opinion. But then we went back to town and we went and got a Calzone. And it was good. But we took it and we went to our campsite. By campsite, I mean it was just a parking spot at a trailhead. But it was called Wrinkled Rock Climbers Trailhead. You can see Mount Rushmore from the trailhead. So that's kind of cool. And yeah, it's just a parking spot for like our van, but like there were a lot of tent campers. So, you know, just a really nice free place to stay. 
And yeah, super, super close to Keystone and Mount Rushmore and also not a far drive to Wind Cave or Custer. So kind of a good option. Again, linked in the show notes. It just has a pit toilet and like, yeah, basically a big parking lot. But we pulled up there and ate our calzone in the back while watching National Treasure, which is very fitting because the next day we were heading to Custer and you can see part of the where they filmed in there so that's very cool what i another thing i find fascinating is how something like this like something like they built mount rushmore there's no way that that could be done today not not saying we don't have the ability to do it like nobody would allow it to happen yeah like oh hey i want to put these four presidents it's like well you know what every single person in the world has a negative thought about every single one of those presidents that you're doing so society would never let anything like this ever happen again in my opinion again unless it's like somebody owns part of a mountain in montana and they just do it themselves yeah it would never get okayed by any sort of public or or government owned anything ever again that just goes to show like that this has a controversial history again that that is part of the reason why it could never be done today is because everything is like has these controversial components and we're more aware of them today. Yeah, I feel like those four guys had just a bigger impact too on just the stuff that they did because there was just less going on back then maybe. Okay, so I was going to make this one of your questions on your birthday episode. Should oh, I give it to you now? No. Oh, I should say that. Okay, so come back next week is ha- the episode that will come out on July 27th, Hayden's 34th birthday. I have an interesting Mount Rushmore question for him. So come back to check that out, okay? Um, I was going to do it now just because you went on that. But okay, so. Does that make sense though, what I said? Like, do you agree with it at all? Like, wow. No, I don't think it could happen today. Yeah. And I again, I think, you know, almost for good reason, we shouldn't let history repeat itself. Like this land was, you know, we defaced something very sacred to not somebody else. So like kind of like that, like, there's just no perfect place and there's no perfect person. So I think it's very hard to do. But yeah, so the next day we woke up and it was a little rainy and I was kind of worried about Wind Cave National Park tours being sold out. So I asked Hayden, originally we were going to go to Custer first and do Wind Cave at the end of the day. And I asked him if we could just move it around. And per usual, he didn't care because he's the sweetest ever and he was still sleeping. So I drove us to Wind Cave National Park and there's no entrance fee to this national park but you do have to pay for the guided tours and you can stay like above ground and like see the land but if you want to go to the cave you do have to pay for one of these tours you can't just like walk in we did the fairgrounds tour it was $16 a person and it doesn't show you like the actual natural entrance to the cave but you can just walk over and see it so I think this was the best tour option for us. It showed us a lot of the cave. But this cave, Wind Cave National Park, the actual cave itself, has 143 miles of cave that's been mapped out. But they're still exploring it and discovering more of it each year. What did she tell us, like, this past winter? Yeah, there was, like, 40 more miles that they discovered, like, just over this last winter. I thought it was, like, two miles. You think it was 40? I thought it was a lot. Oh, I thought it was two. Well, we'll meet in the middle and we'll go to... 31. <laughs> no, we'll go to 24. 
I don't know. I just thought, I thought she said there was like two miles and I was like, well, oh, either way, feet. two miles, 40 miles, still a lot of miles that they just found over the winter. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And I, if you've ever been to like Cave of the Mounds in Dane County, Wisconsin, you know, you see all the stalactites and stalagmites and the ground is wet. No, this is a dry cave. Like there's no stalactites and no stalagmites. Instead, they have this formation called Foxworth. And it pretty much, that's like, there's very few other cases locations in the world your caves in the world where you can see this type of cave formation so we did you know look at the boxworth you'll see a picture of it on our instagram today but yeah we had a good time spelunking hayden was the caboose of our tour which means he had to let everybody stay in front of him and sometimes old people would like get mad at him because we'd be like can you go because they would stay back to try to take pictures and they would i swear try to get behind him Nobody gets behind the caboose. That was my favorite part. I didn't, uh, like, this didn't really blow me away. Sorry. You don't have to be sorry. But I mean, it was cool. I just... I just figured while we were there, let's cross it off our national yeah. park list. <laughs> so, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, guided tours. No. I don't like to that be, was the only guided tour we did the yeah. whole time. I mean, I understand why it's guided. You get absolutely lost in there. And you have to just protect it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was. It was fine. He also didn't like that you couldn't touch the rock. I touched the rock so much. Oh. Hayden. Everybody did. No, you have to be an advocate for conservation. Yeah, I am. I still touch the rock. Ugh. Oils on your hands got on the cave. I rubbed my hands in cooking oil before we went, too. Shut up. People are going to arrest you. Okay, anyway, so we did our tour. We ate lunch um, in their picnic area. We made our signature spinach chicken pitas, which is our favorite camping meal. And honestly, at home meal, it's just one of our favorite easy lunches. And then we made our way to Custer State Park. Yes, we did. I don't I forgot how far of a drive it was to Custer. I think like a half hour to like into the park, but we went to like a specific part of the park. So we should talk. I think it was like $20 for a day pass to this park. It was 20 bucks for a seven-day pass, but that's all you can buy. Yeah, you can't. But, like, that's Wisconsin State Parks and National Parks, too, are that way. You can't buy, like, a one-day pass. It's just you pay this fee, and then you get it for seven days. Did you buy a one-day pass at Devil's Lake? It's good for seven days, I think. I think you can buy a $5-day pass at Devil's Lake. I don't think that's accurate. Pretty sure. At least it used to be. Okay, anyways, moving on. Yeah, but that's weird. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the, I mean, yeah, 20 bucks is good for seven days, but like, I don't want to have to pay 20 bucks to go for four hours. Yeah, we, but we spent more than four hours there, but anyways, it's pretty. So shout out to Deborah and Tyler. I'm going to take their Instagram in today's show notes, but they're the ones who recommended this state park to us. We had lunch with them. Follow them on Instagram because they're doing a really cool world trip right now on $100 a day. But they told us to come here and it was so beautiful and it's another cool way to see South Dakota. And it's a state park, again, so not a national park. But they are what they're very well known for the Buffalo Roundup, which is quite literally where they round up all the buffalo in the park and corral them and make sure that they're all up to date on vaccines. All the babies get vaccinated and branded. And then they sell off the buffalo that are necessary to keep the population down for what the grasslands can handle. 
So it's very fascinating. I would love to go back for the roundup. I know your mom really wants to go to the roundup. What if the Buffalo are anti-vaxxers, though? Well, now you're just being political. (laughs) The Buffalo are not political. The Buffalo just don't want to get, what's the whatever Buffalo disease that spreads to cattle? They don't want to get that. Anyways, so yes, Custer is very cool. So it's very, very large. And there's a couple resorts throughout the park that have like restaurants and cabins. This is where we were talking about we wanted to rent one of these cabins and go out there with our families because we thought it would be really fun. And then our bartender was from Wisconsin. Yeah, that was super fun. So we stopped at one of the resorts and we had a little date. We had cocktails and dessert, which is our signature move. And it made me very happy because I had been wanting dessert for days. It was pretty nice. And we got we got a really cool sweatshirt. Oh, it's as well so cute. At the uh, store across the street. Where yeah, I like, also left my Glacier National Park hat. And they were so kind to mail it back to us. So <laughs> shout out the Bluebell Resort in Custer. We're very thankful for that. Took my hat off and set it on the counter to try the sweatshirt on and then forgot to put it back on. Yeah. Just bought the hat. But the, yeah, your Glacier National Park hat. But the Custer State Park sweatshirt he bought is like so nice. So definitely stop in their gift shop as well. But right across from the restaurant we ate at was like the Bluebell Stables. So you can do a horseback ride, like a guided horseback ride in Custer State Park. And these were the most affordable rides we had seen the whole trip out west. They were so expensive, like in Montana and Wyoming. But in South Dakota, this was a fairly reasonable one that we saw. So we wanted to do it, but we just kind of ran out of time. But next time, right, babe? But then we did go... Well, we drove up. They're not mountains anymore, are they? They're the Black Hills. Black Hills. Big old hills. Big old hills. So we drove up the hills, and there were a couple of one-lane tunnels, which were pretty cool. They see, I, I, I feel like they needed to be regulated because, like, it was just like, hey, well, hope, hope that you're the one in this lane. Like, wait yeah. for a car, and, and like, you then can't we, see through it. We saw like tour buses in the. <laughs> In the park. So we're like, how did you fit through here? Like, that was concerning. So, yeah, just, like, use caution. Um, I made Hayden, like, turn around and go back yeah, through. that's ridiculous. So that I could take a video. He he loves me. He is such a trooper. I did a 47.1. That's... <laughs> turn around on the other side. Just kind of be, use caution because it is a little sketchy. But really cool. Really cool. This was kind of like the start of like a story that i'll tell the the whole time here through the rest of this podcast too so we ran into this guy at, at, at wind cave. at wind cave and you know me like i always like to be branded mm-hmm. so i had the I'm thankful for that because I, I don't <laughs> i had that was got my that wisconsin couple uh long, long sleeve. sleeve on for the wind caves and then we were driving up and we parked at one spot and there was a beautiful a, overlook yep with a road guard like a rail guardrail and I was like, Julia, do we have any stickers? Because it's saw, covered yeah, in like covered people's in like, like, like H&J 2023, like honeymooners, like all these like things like people had like written in it and, and also like stickers. And there was just a sign that said like, we practice leave no trace, but this is your time to leave your mark or something. And it was really cute. So like they encourage you to like mark your little spot on there. Yeah. So I slapped that was got this couple sticker right, uh, right in front of our bumper where we parked. And we enjoyed the view. And was that the trailhead that we stopped at, even, or was no, that just a pull? Just before the pull, that was just before the trailhead. So then we get on the trailhead, 
And we're walking around and we're doing the hike and we're going up. Yeah, so we did Cathedral Spires Cathedral Trail. Spires. And it's pretty steep and it was a good hike and rough terrain. Like rocky yeah. tree roots, not level no. footing. Yeah, a little bit of scrambling, but the, very doable still. Yeah, very, it's very doable. doable. And it's dog friendly as long as your dog's on a leash. The view is great. It was fairly busy, but well marked, I'll say too. Yeah, and the view was, was certainly worth it at the end. And we saw a couple of, on our way back down, we saw those little like chipmunk looking. Yeah, we didn't know what they, things. maybe marmots, but. Yeah, muskrats or something. But they're just these big brown fluffy guys and they had a bunch of babies. Yeah, there was a mama and then a bunch of babies that were just scaling up the sides of these rocks. Just another reminder to bring your binoculars yep, because it nice. really came in handy at Custer. And then we, so then we walked back down and got back to the car. We did the whole big turnaround so you could video me going through the. No, but before that, we saw. Oh, yeah. And then, so we get back to the, we get back to the car and we're just, I'm kind of using the binos to glass around and look around. And the guy next to me is like, oh, did you see the goats? Julia perked up and she's like, what? There's goats? And he's like, yeah, it's right over there. And this guy did an absolute horrible job of. Trying to <laughs> Thank God he said something. Trying to describe to me where these goats were. He's just like, oh, yeah, you see the V in this tree, and then there's another V, and then you look past that, and then you see him right there. And I was like, wow, man, that was absolutely terrible. He Thanks. did not say that. He was like, thank you so much, and then hands me the binoculars. But then I was like, I found my goat. Yep. I found my goat. And I was freaking out because I Hayden really wanted to see a bear, and I really want to see a mountain goat. Sadly, we did not see a bear, but thank God we saw a mountain goat, and it was really cool, and yeah, I was, was so excited. And they had a family with them, too. There was, like, multiple goats. Yeah. Big goats, little goats, just chilling right on the edge. Mm-hmm. Little baby crazy. goats. Those, those things are psychopaths. And they're, like, white and fluffy and, like, have little horns, and it's there, it was really cool to see them. We, we did definitely, like, you could see them with your naked eye, but it was way better to have the binoculars. So Yeah, it was great. Bring those. Just, again, I know we probably said that every every episode. But then you can go to a Sullivan Lake Shore Trail, and from there you can see, like, where they filmed in National Treasure 2, like, where the entrance to, like, the treasure is. So, um, definitely walk there, and that's, like, just a, that is a very, like, I feel like when you think Black Hills, that's the view you're looking for. So, definitely check that out as well. And And then we saw donkeys, right? Yeah, so then we'll be, uh, like... You buffalo can, Roundup is. Yeah, so we went to go check out where the Buffalo Roundup has because they have a also have a Buffalo Education Center. And we're like standing outside and there's just these big ass burrows. Big asses. Big ass asses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these burrows came up and they like Hayden's like petting them. Kids like feeding them a bagel. Bagels. They love bagels. It was very funny. Again, we don't encourage you to feed the wildlife. If it says don't feed the wildlife, okay? It did not say don't. I don't think donkeys are considered the wildlife. Those were farm animals. I mean, they're free reign farm animals. Well, I think they probably stay in those barns at night. I don't think so because in that little, the booklet that like, you know, with the map in it, it mm. said that there's just like wild burrows. It explains like how they got to South Dakota. I don't really remember the like history, but like they're obviously not native, but. Yeah, they seemed like they were made. But well, they okay. weren't like on leashes or ki- well, like in a they can't don't see farm animals on leashes. Well, I'm just Julia. saying like they weren't like in a fence. They could go anywhere they wanted. Yeah, kind of. On a leash. Okay, that was bad. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, so yeah, we thought that was all. We thought Custer was great. We it was fun. It was definitely worth the stop. Again, good hiking, good views. We we want to go back there with our families. So yeah. So then we decided to head out. 
and we were on our way to the Badlands. Yeah. Which was really cool. And it started out even cooler. Even before we got into the National Park, we went to the boondocking camp spot that we went to. Yeah, so it's literally called Badlands Boondocking Area. Again, free camping. It's free camping. There were so many people there. And there was still a ton of, like, miles and miles of Badland Edge. And we camped right off the edge of, like, the Badlands. Yeah, it's like an elevated cliff. cliff. Yeah. And then you look out and it's like, we have some cool pictures. Yeah, you'll see that on your Instagram today as well. But it's free because it's in the Buffalo Gap National Grassland. So you can't have like fires, like a fire or anything, unless you have an enclosed ring. Maybe if you have the camper, you can carry that with you. Mm-hmm. But we did not. But we saw a beautiful sunset. Hayden, like we like got there and I was like changing in my comfy clothes. And by the time I got out of the van, Hayden had set up our little chairs next to each other overlooking this beautiful view. We FaceTimed his, his parents just to like show them how beautiful it is. And they need to bring their camper out there. Mm-hmm. That's a long haul for them with the camper though. What do we say? It was nine hours from home. Not too bad. I FaceTimed my buddy to make him jealous. Jale. He was in a hot tub, though, so he seemed like he was having a good time. Yeah, but it's just such a, it's a beautiful boondocking spot. This was our favorite campsite of the whole freaking trip. It was absolutely beautiful. And again, there was a lot of people. We got to talk to our neighbors a little bit. They gave us cherries. Yeah, they gave us, um, yeah, Southern California cherries. And it was it was just a very beautiful spot, and if you're going to the Badlands, I would encourage you to camp there. Maybe not the best for tent camping because you are on like that cliff edge and it's probably windy, but so beautiful, so so so. I, I saw plenty of tents. I only remember seeing like a couple. Uh, I wouldn't say so many. I said plenty. Oh, whatever. I didn't see that many, but anyways, beautiful, and it's only five minutes from the park entrance. Yep. So we drove into the park. <laughs> Do you remember what happened as we're driving in? What, the buffalo? Literally six feet from our car. It's yeah, just like this. They were everywhere. We're like driving in, like they're like on this other road, and then all of a sudden this one just kind of like starts walking directly at our car and just cross the street right in front of us. And like we can't go anywhere because there's a car in front of us who also has a buffalo in front of him. So we're just like kind of stuck in a little traffic jam, but. It is called the Buffalo Gap National Grassland just outside of the National Park. So, you know, it's it's their spot. This is their space. Yeah, it was uh it was it was a really cool entrance because of all the buffalo. Obviously the wildlife you just see right away. It's pretty sweet. And then we got in and it did seem like you were driving forever because there's it's just wide open space. Yeah, and like when you look out into the Badlands, it's like kind of confusing because it looks like it goes on forever like the desert. Like it's deserty. Then you turn around and there's just like a grass land, like a grassy area with a bison. Mm. I'm like, this is confusing. <laughs> so it's a very cool area and like the layered rock with all the colors. We saw another goat just like sleeping on the cliff edge. Yep. And lots of good overlooks and like places. A ton of pull offs. Yeah, yeah. You just like can pull off and explore. We pulled off so many times to like do little walks and hikes. And then we kind of came to, like, our main attraction and, like, made some lunch. But it was the main hike we wanted to do here was the Notch Trail. And I basically just wanted to do it because I wanted to climb the ladder. Totally worth it. Yeah, it was cool. Before we get into that, I think, like, this is a cool spot if you're, like, a cyclist. The Badlands? Yes, to, like, 
the national park to like ride your bicycle. Oh, that's a good I, point. We, we saw quite a few people yeah. cycling. So if you're if you're into that, that would seems like it would be a, a fun a fun spot to, to be a cyclist. But while we were at the Notch Trailhead, literally eating lunch. Yeah, this guy walks up with his family. Well, walks by, and I'm just standing there getting my hiking shoes on. Julia's using the restroom, and like I'm like, not at the van. And he I'm like looks away. at me. He looks at the van. He looks at me. He goes, "Are you that Wisconsin couple?" And I was like, "Yeah." So like, holy shit, somebody recognized us. And he goes, "I saw you at the Wind Caves with the shirt on that had the logo on it." So I looked you up, and. Sure enough, I saw you guys were like on this trip with your van. And he goes, and then when we were at Custer, Custer, he goes, we pulled up to this parking spot and we saw your sticker right on the, the rail, on the rail, on the road rail. And I was like, oh man, that's like, he goes, I'm, he must've just been right behind us and mm-hmm. just parked right in the same spot we did. So it was kind of cool getting recognized for the first time, like out in the wild. Yeah. That was your first time. Getting, I have been recognized. Well, that was like my second time. Yeah, I've been recognized quite a few times, but like that, how cool that you were recognized in South Dakota of all places. That's yeah, so fun. And I was recognized like it all happened because of the series of events. In South that, Dakota, like, yeah. Yeah, that happened. And he, the fact, like, it's cool that, it's cool to know that like people see our logo. And associate and it with he, us? Well, immediately, <laughs> and we've never seen the logo before and immediately go search it on the internet yeah. and find us. Like that. He still follows us on Facebook. That makes you feel good. Yeah, he still follows us on Facebook. So we are... Shout out to that guy. That was very fun. And then we did Door and Window first, which are short hikes. Beautiful views. Bring water. Bring so much water. It was so hot. It gets so hot in the Badlands in the summer. Again, think desert. But you can like walk out and just kind of like mosey your way through the Badlands on these. They're isn't like trails per se there's just like little markers like so free, cool free range hiking almost kind of like yeah so cool so beautiful just like again it looks like it never ends it's crazy yeah it's and um pretty majestic after those trails which had a lot a lot of people on them we went over to do the notch trail and again this is the one i wanted to do because it had a ladder in it and i had never the done wooden wooden cable ladder yeah, I had never done a hike like this. I had done ladder hikes in Arizona, but they're like, r- like, basically stairs. So this is like actually a true ladder up, like I don't know, up a, a cliff edge kind a of a rock, a rock wall, like a rock edge, a yeah. rock side. I wouldn't say cliff, rock edge. Kind of. This is where we ran into a little bit of a traffic jam. This was like, yeah, there was a lot of people. It's it's one ladder to go up and down, so, which is fine. So like, you expect to like take turns and wait come down and then a couple people go up and then a couple people come down and that people, was not that was not the happening. people the people at the top just thought oh let's just keep going because like it takes some concentration to go down the ladder going up the ladder is very easy coming down the ladder like it just throws you off it's a little also bit. very easy it though. is it is it is incredibly easy but i could understand why people struggle with it and i don't want anybody to get hurt and i'm all for you guys taking your time and it's fantastic and this and that. But like every time somebody would get like halfway down the ladder, then like another group of three would start coming down until eventually these two ladies and their mom just were like, hey, 
could you guys stop and let somebody go the other direction maybe? And then these guys who were like clearly trying to get down the ladder while this was happening was like, oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So then they stopped from getting on the ladder. But then there was this family. That was currently on the ladder. Currently on the ladder. And they had a 75-year-old grandpa, literally, literally a 75-year-old man was coming down the ladder at a tortoise's pace. Which is fair. Valid. I mean, the Very 75, fair. we were just like, we just didn't want anything to happen. We were like waiting patiently, but they were like piling up behind him, trying to like come down on him and, and like, like, give him the freaking second. Let's when let they're done, people... we're coming up. So yeah. just wait your freaking turn. And yeah, it just almost was like, then, no, like it was annoying. Yeah. Because all these, like this family is trying to help their 75 year old grandpa come down and people are like trying to like go down, like get off the ladder and just like walk down. Well, it's effing steep. Like, you can't do that. No traction. So it was just like, just have some patience. Show a little grace when you're doing this hike. There was this, like, 50-some-year-old guy who had two walking sticks with him. I thought he was going to die. I literally was like, it took him away. He he just took, like, a detoured route down. He did not use the ladder. It was insane. And he's, like, using his walking sticks to hold himself up. And I'm just like, this guy is, at any moment an inch away from just slipping, cracking his head open. He had, yeah. both of his knees were bleeding when he got yeah. down. And like, this is just your reminder to like, stay on the trail. Okay. He made it though. If there's power, a trail, power to him, man. No, don't, don't do what he did. It stay was awesome. on the trail. And like, just use your freaking brain because yeah, Hayden literally was like, he's going to impale himself with his hiking stick. Oh. And I was like, at that point, I looked away. He got, he made it though. And I was just. He was catching his breath at the bottom of the of the hill, and I was just like, oh, man, that was pretty graceful. It looks like you've done that before, and he just started laughing. It was pretty funny. Yeah, but the top of Notch Trail is, like, beautiful. You get great views, and then you walk to the end, and you can kind of, again, you just, like, walk out, and it's, like, grassland again, with, like, when the cliff ends, and then you just look out, and it's, like, grass, and we're like, what? We're just in, like, this dry desert area. Yep. So, very cool. This was a great, great hike. Or, like, we really enjoyed it. It's not very long. I think it was, like, two miles, but, but I highly recommend Yeah, if you get stuck at the ladder, it takes you a while, so be ready for that. Yeah. But, yeah, highly recommend this hike. Again, bring water. It's so dry. It's so hot. Floppy hats. Bring your floppy hats. Yeah. But, you know, that kind of, we didn't, we didn't. That's um, all we, pretty much all we did there. Yeah, we just drove I mean, through the whole park. We did the whole, the length of the whole yeah, park. Yeah, it took a while to get through it, for um, sure. Yeah, it took us whole day. It's just, you, you know, it's just. I don't want to say it's the same view the whole time. No. No. I mean, but it's, you know, it's different. It's all the badlands. It's all the badlands. Yeah. It's not like walking through Glacier and you're going to see different lakes, completely different foliage and all that stuff. It's just a dry badlands. Yeah. But it did take us the whole day. Yeah. And then we did stop at the famous wall drug. If you know, you know, basically. And we got, I got a, Hayden bought me an amazing chocolate malt. Amazing. I I had a milkshake. It was hit the spot yeah so it's it's like this crazy chaos store where it has like a bunch of different like rooms very much reminded me of the dells yeah and then one of them has like a bakery a restaurant and a ice cream bar in it so yeah i mean it's if you've never been i mean i understand that it's like a famous place you know and you see the bumper stickers you know i've been to wall drug or whatever it all it is is a massive tourist trap yep (laughs) so and it's, everything is pretty expensive in there. Do, um, do, do with that information what you will. I mean, that's literally all it is. It's just a gigantic tourist trap. Yeah. So 
that was wall drug. We got our milkshakes and then we hit the road. And as we were like driving, we did have a free campsite picked out, but it was a little bit out of the way. I think it was like 40 minutes out of the way, which means it would add on 40 minutes to our drive that day and the next day. And I was like, hey, actually, can I buy a campsite tonight? Because I really would like to have a fire. So I would like one with a fire ring. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And mind you, we have not paid for a single campsite except for our first night. Mm -hmm. So this is now night nine. And we're going to pay for our second campsite. It was a whopping $16. So on our 10-day National Park trip, we spent a total of $36.20 on campsites. On lodging. That's it. No, well, we've lodging, we've spent van. So like that costs money. Yeah, but that was just, that was a one-hit fee before. Yeah. That, that was like, but yeah, so as we were out there, we only spent, uh, for those nine nights in campsites, $36. So so then we got there, and right as we pull into the campsite, it starts to rain, and we can't have a fire. Yeah, and I really just wanted us more. But you know what? It's okay. The campsite was nice, and it, it, it literally was on the route. It added, I think, like five minutes rather than 40. It was really beautiful the next day when we head out. I got this really great picture of this like levee, like the waterfall dam ish like thing, like picture with the sunrise. It was gorgeous. And then, yeah, we just made our way to Minneapolis to return the van. Found out Hayden's catalytic converter had been sold. Yep, that place. That's yeah, that sucked. That was never uh, going back to Minneapolis. That's fine. We don't have to go back there if you don't want. <laughs> I won't force you back there. That that was a little traumatizing. So yeah, besides that. That, then yeah that that ended the trip that so concludes the trip yeah julia woke up nice and early and drove about an hour and a half that morning and i finished off the route and we called it yeah literally the trip of a lifetime i hope you guys enjoyed hearing about our trip out there thanks for bearing with us this two weeks if you did it but i really think that this south dakota trip or the north dakota trip could be very doable like we, long weekend getaways from the midwest so and if you have you know, if you have the time and the availability to to put, do the to put a trip to like this together, did, our, you know, it, it it was very strategic. It was very mapped out. It was. You're welcome. Yeah, I was getting it. <laughs> it was very strategic. It was very mapped out. It was very well put together by by my wife, and I I, I think it's a it's a very simple trip to follow to duplicate like yeah we, you could you could easily look at the maps we did and very very easily do what we did between these four episodes and all of the links as well as our google map you could replicate this trip yes pretty much to a t we again we try to share our experiences with you guys we try to help you plan your date nights day trips and weekend getaways obviously this is much more of a trip than that but oh my goodness is it freaking worth it? Yeah, it was we love to highlight Wisconsin. We are big advocates for local tourism, but there's it's a big world and there's still a lot to see. And we're not naive enough to think that we just need to explore where we live. Be a tourist where you live, but also just be a damn tourist. Yeah, just because we're not locals in Montana doesn't mean we can't go support a local Montana shop. Yes. And again, when you, you're are, you live you live where you are. Yes. Right? Isn't that the saying? I think I mean it is awesome. If it's not, I just made it up. <laughs> But yes, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we are huge advocates for exploring Wisconsin and Wisconsin tourism. However, the world is big and we want to see it all. And this trip, we really tried to see the national parks and their national parks for a freaking reason. It's so, so worth it. 
So we encourage you all to, you know, visit the national park system as well as the Wisconsin state park system. So we hope you enjoyed this little series. If you did, you know, maybe shoot us a review and um, rate us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you go to any of these places or have questions about this trip, go ahead and shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook. We're happy to help you plan your adventures per usual. Our DMs are open. We're happy to help. Absolutely, guys. We appreciate you guys tagging along with us on this uh, little mini series that we just had. I, I know we enjoyed doing it for sure. Yeah, it was fun. And like I said, come back next week for a super awesome birthday episode. Absolutely, guys. We appreciate you riding along with us. Yeah, have a great day.